Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. Wednesday, November 16th, two days in a row. We're back on schedule. Back on schedule until we inevitably go on vacation. So we really only missed two episodes. No. Mother Bob. It's not that big of a deal. Um, it's not like anything happened. <laughs> so, other than just, you know, the the initial, you know, the five five stages of grief that um, that we got over pretty quickly. It, it was about Wednesday m- mid-morning when it was accepted and moved on and, you know. And, um, and boy, have, have we moved on because... Um, it's 2024, baby. <laughs> Republicans got the House majority. Um, someone in California last night, it was Kevin Kilroy. Sounds right. I don't know. I might be getting that 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 wrong. I'm going to look it up right now. Um, Kevin Kylie. Kylie. Kilroy. I was Kylie and Gilroy. <laughs> he was just I wonder if he together. represents Gilroy. I got garlic on the mind. <laughs> no, Kevin Kylie. So there's some there's some some dispute whether it's Kevin Kylie who did it or who not put us over, or if it was another California representative, Mike Garcia, who did it. But uh, we'll give it to Kylie because he got it to us last night. Um, but uh, but anyways, um, but but the real thing that happened last night was that uh president trump announced that he's running for uh, uh a third time and um and that's that no i'm joking um um it was what we knew had been coming he has basically said since he lost to biden that he's going to be running again so it wasn't too much of a surprise um the i think the most surprising thing for me is that he didn't have like an army of surrogates out on fox right away you know it was they they got to like pete it was like immediately it's like well we got pete hegseth and and leo terrell to to uh, to you know when to uh to be the uh the first the first people that they uh went to on Fox last night which was which was fine which was fine um they made the point that um, oh and Huckabee Huckabee was the other one mm. and um they made the points kind of that 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 we made yesterday on the show and um had spoken about which was that um he has this built-in base of support He's basically kind of running as the incumbent in some sense in the party. And that um, if he stays disciplined and he stays on message, 
he's going to be a formidable candidate. All correct things. All correct things. But do you think he has a path to the White House? Let's let's break down why he lost in 2020. Well, Excluding stealing, because let's just go with it was a legitimate election. Why did he legitimately lose? Well, there's a number of reasons why he lost. I mean, the biggest reason is that COVID, the COVID narrative was used by the media to drum up such an irrational level of fear that he was never able to overcome that messaging. I really do like, like in a sense, when he when he does say like, oh, I was a victim or, you know, oh, I was this or I was that, you know, I got screwed. You know, I don't know how much he got screwed when it comes to the when it comes to, you know, quote unquote stolen election. But I do think that this once in a hundred year event was extraordinarily unique because I think most people. Oh, he let it get taken advantage of. So so he had poor leadership during that. So I think that that's so I think that that's where one of the openings against him is, which is. You gave too much power to Fauci. We have governors who never close things down, shut things down. Christy Nome, South Dakota, is obviously the most famous example of it. DeSantis um, did allow things to be turned shut down for small periods of time, but then started immediately fighting back against it. Um, you know, we were in a state in New Hampshire that was slower than what we wanted, but better than all of the liberal states around us. Um, so we did get to feel the effect of, of freedom um, that, um, that Republicans hold so dear. But I do think that him being overly cautious and um, using the federal government as sort of, you know, just... just just the sh- I think the shutdowns are the big opening, right? And that he didn't seem to he okay, didn't seem so to take the forefront on that one. Do we think that will even be an issue in twenty twenty four? I think so it's going to be something a, he even has to overcome. I think it's going to be an issue in the primary. Okay. Right. I think the the thing that he has a cap in his feather for when it comes to the general is that the reason why we got the vaccines so quickly, if you believe in the vaccines and took the vaccines, was because of Operation Warp Speed. You know, that is a feather in the cap of, of Donald Trump. If you, you know, this, but that's the thing that kind of hurts him in the primary because in the primary, you know, there are a lot of us who um, to this day look at that vaccine and go, I don't think so. You, you keep that, you keep that a hundred feet away from me at all times. Um, so that's, it's funny in a way, like I think, I think COVID is a net negative for him at the end of the day. But I don't think that I, I think the biggest thing that are running against him is there's not a person in America without an opinion on Donald Trump. He has 100 percent name recognition. You know, the, there, there aren't people who who haven't made up their minds about who he is. Yeah. Might, so do you think the 56 percent of people who didn't vote for him can be swayed? I at the end at the end of the day I'm never going to say someone can't be elected because I can envision a world where unemployment goes to eight nine percent, gas is five six dollars a gallon, 
You know, inflation was never reined in. And Donald Trump gets to share the message that I, the point that I made last night, which was, hey, you, the last time everyone had it good, I was the president. Like, Why okay, don't we so, try me again? So these are the things that took the demo, that, that the Democrats, that carried the Democrats this mm-hmm. election cycle. Abortion. Abortion. In 2024, will abortion be as big of an issue? Because then you have abortion plus general hatred of Donald Trump. I think it's going to be less of an issue. I know I was just, you know, I was thinking about the abortion issue. You know, what do we have in 2018? 2018, Trump's midterm. Well, we kind of had an abortion issue as well. We had Kavanaugh, right? Brett Kavanaugh became Supreme Court justice right before the 2018 midterm. So we've had two midterm elections where we've seen how powerful this issue is in mobilizing unmarried women to go out and vote. (laughs) Um, I, I think that's going to be decided at the state level. If there are going to be state ballot initiatives about abortion, that's going to drive turnout by unmarried women in those states. Chances are they're not going to be voting for the Republicans. And that's just something that we have to realize. It's not something that we need to back down from. It's just a fight that we need to take on. We need to figure out our messaging in that area. We need to learn how to make inroads there without... without you know, bending on our on our beliefs. That's one of the tough things about politics, right? You know, these are one of the challenges we have to overcome. Um, but to your point, you know, I think I think another thing that hurts Donald Trump is, well, I think one of the things that hurts him is that outside of the vaccine, outside of Um, three Supreme Court justices. The things that he takes credit for... Immediately got overturned. Well, so the tax plan, I mean, that was Paul Ryan, right? He handed his legislative agenda over to Paul Ryan, and Paul Ryan got tax cuts that were overturned. Um, You know, the creation of Space Force, okay, fine. Not going to... Tax Does that Space still Force. exist? Space Force still exists. Okay. Um, the border wall. I mean, we can we can debate if Trump talked a very tough game on immigration. He made a lot of big things on immigration. The fact of the matter is, is that illegal immigration was still a massive problem under Donald Trump, and that the numbers of people attempting to cross our border, coming across our border, didn't. It's not like he put, it's not like he, it's not like, it went down some, not as much as you would think. It's one of those, it's one of those things where, where unless you directed all your, it's one of those issues that you have to direct all of your energy to, and our energy wasn't directed towards it. You know, we had tax cuts, we had this and that, we had other stuff going on. Oh, he made America energy independent. So I was about to say, I think the other thing that he can claim a lot of credit for is energy, energy independence. Um, he's a drill to take, takes some Miss Palin who, uh, <laughs> intros our song, who intros our song, drill, baby, drill. He's drill, baby, drill. Um, 
he doesn't just want the leases out there. He wants there to be active exploration and he wants active energy production. And, um, and that's something that, um, that is a, is a big feather in his cap. So I, I do think that, that there are plenty of policy issues that he can point to and go, look, this was stuff that I'm strong at and it's a lot and it's economic. Now, if the economy, you know, if we, the inflation issue kind of dissipates for a little bit and the economy stays strong, well, then we're fighting, you know, we might be fighting some, some different battles, but we don't, we don't know what the 2024 election is going to be about yet. So it's hard to say he can't be elected at this point. And, and that's why I think anyone who goes, you know, he can't be elected. I, I mean, how many, I mean, do you, how many YouTube clips do you want to go pull up of people going, oh, and Donald Trump's never going to be president of the United States in 2016. And Donald Trump became president of the United States in 2016, right? I mean, this is, this is someone who's already defied the odds. This is someone who, who has that irrational self-confidence that it takes to become president. And like, and don't get me wrong, I say this as someone who is fully prepared to support someone else in the primary process and pretty much will support someone else in the primary process. But I, I, I just, I think that there's, there's starting to get to be a little bit too much of like a never Trump element in part of the conservative movement that I'm not particularly enjoying all that much because I just, it's hard for me to say never to, well, to a lot of things, but it's just, we might find ourselves needing to rally around him and support him. And so, and he's going to be formidable. And the other thing is, is that we just don't want to tick off all of his supporters, right? His supporters, part of the, the thing that makes his supporters so passionate is that they identify as a Trump. Like that's part of their identity. I am a Trump supporter, right? I'm not, they're not Republicans. They're not conservatives, you know, they're, they're, I am a Donald Trump supporter. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. It means a lot to people to say that. And so I think we, I, I think, you know, it's, it's going to, as I said, I think it's going to be very interesting. I think it's going to get very messy. As polite as he was last night, that's because he has no sworn people against him. The Coco Chows are coming. The Glenn Youngkins are coming. I don't know what that insult was, the Glenn Youngkin insult that he, that he pulled out of his hat the other week. The Ron DeSanctimoniouses are coming. All of this stuff's coming. That's all the stuff that I think is going to hurt him in the long run because people are just going to go. He's going to slip back into the victimhood, right? He's going to slip into the victimhood. He's going to slip into the hating everyone who doesn't pledge complete fealty to him. And at the end of the day, there's not another Republican that's going to be on that stage that doesn't disagree with his energy policy, that disagrees with his energy policy or disagrees with his tax policy or disagrees with his immigration policy, right? Like those are things that are like pretty much at this point, 
you know, Republican Party platform issues. So the difference, so what we're just looking for is the correct vessel. And yeah, we needed a fighter in 2016 and we need fighters to go up against people and stuff and to go up against people and stuff, to go up against (laughs) the media, to go up against Joe Biden and all that. But you also need someone who is a tactical fighter and someone who doesn't just punch wildly and punch down constantly and flail about and and create a lot of problems for themselves. Right? I mean, people want to know like why Donald Trump announced his presidency last night. One, he has nothing to lose. And number two, he's probably going to get indicted. Like he he has mounting legal issues, as they would say. Um, and whether it's going to be something around this, you know, refusal to release defense information or, you know, the, 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 the classified information that he was storing improperly, whether it's going to be something around that, um, whether it's going to be something about the, um, uh, the, the fundraising around the overturning the election, when you know his lawyers are saying there's no path to overturning this, there's no evidence here, and then they were sending out fundraising emails saying like there's a path, you give us money and we can do it. There, like there's the he has some substantial legal issues, and a politically motivated Department of Justice looking to get him on something. Like so, he had to run. He had to announce as soon as he could because now he can go. You're just trying to take out your opponent. Your only declared opponent, you're trying to take them out through the department, like through indicting me, through throwing me in jail. Like this is what, this is what, you know, third world countries do. This is what banana republics do. So there's an element to this at well, at play. Uh, there's an element of that at well, as well at play. Um, you got it. I got it. I got it. Um, What's going to happen now? Nothing. It's Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's a holiday. <laughs> it's, right. it's Thanksgiving. It's Christmas. Um, we already knew it was running. Um, I, oh, I, so I wanted to look this up. So the last time around, so I wanted to look at the re- last Republican nomination cycle, which was 2016. Okay. Donald Trump announced on June 15th, 2015. And he was one of the last ones, one of the first he ones? He was kind of one of the last ones. So we had Cruz, March 23rd, April 15th for Rubio. Ben Carson was May 3rd. Um, Jeb was uh, Jeb, Jeb, Jeb. was uh, was around the same time as Trump. I have June 15th, but I don't think that that's true. Um, we have uh, Rand Paul was April 7th. And here's one. Governor Scott Walker, who was one of the favorites, one of the early favorites, Scott Walker, entered the race July 13th, withdrew September 21st. How Um, mighty fall. Another thing that I saw, Trump's percent of the popular vote in the Republican primary was 44.8%. Now I want to look at when the 2020 Dems announced. So who was the first one? Do you remember this? Do you remember the first person to announce? Mm, Bernie? Mm, close. Um, Warren, 
Elizabeth? Elizabeth Warren, December 31st, 2018. So this is, this is, so, so Trump can't even say he was the earliest in recent memory, or he is now the earliest, beating Elizabeth Warren by a couple of, six weeks, seven weeks. Um, Warren announced December 31st, 2018. Tulsi was January 11th. Mayor Pete was January 14th. Cory Booker was February 1st. Bernie was February 19th. Biden was April 25th, 2015. The first Dem debate was June 26th, 2019. So we're looking at next June or July, the first, uh, possibly the first GOP debate. So that's where we are. Who do you think is going to run? On the Dem side? On the Republican side. Oh. Um, so we were just talking about this before the show. I was throwing it out to Max. Now that Trump's declared, what do you... Like, maybe Ron DeSantis just doesn't bother. Mm -hmm. Because as you said, he can't run and lose and then run again in four years. So maybe he just says, screw it. I'm going to stay the popular governor in Florida and then run in 2028. He's young. He'll only be, what, 46 then? Mm -hmm. So I agree that that's a possibility. I'll simply say my counterpoint to that will be Chris Christie, Mitch Daniels, the governors who passed up on running against Obama in 2012, by the time the next campaign rolled along, four years later, there was a new sheriff in town, and it was Donald Trump. Um, You don't know what the landscape is going to be four years down the road, and striking while your star has never been brighter tends to be a really good idea rather than waiting because the waiting kind of shows that there's like a little bit of a weakness there. It also just gives you four more years to screw up at your own current job. (laughs) It gives four more years for the people of Florida to not like you. And we all know that every politician eventually overstays their, generally they overstay their welcome. Um, Okay. So who do you think's running? So I think DeSantis is going to end up running I, I'm curious to see what Governor Abbott in Texas does. I think he would be a really interesting candidate if he was to run. Um, I do think Rand Paul will probably give it a go. Um, keep on the family tradition there. I feel like Ted Cruz is going to run again because he's the new Rand Paul. He I don't runs know every if, year. I don't know if Ted Cruz is going to run How again. How many times has he run? He's run more than once. He's run once. He's only run once. No way. Yes. No way. He's only run once. He's only run once. Don't believe you. Um, Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, seems like he's going to throw his hat into the ring. What a waste of money! Don't maybe, do it. maybe Mike Pence runs. Um, okay, I, if Trump manages to win the nomination, who's his VP? It's going to be someone like Matt Getz or Marjorie Taylor Greene or someone like that. Oh boy, Marjorie Taylor Greene—that would be wild. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be someone like that. Oh boy. Hey, maybe it'll be Carrie Lake. She's available now. (laughs) Oh, I'm still sad about that. Yeah, that was a rough one. After violent robberies, photographers plan to stay away from San Francisco. (gasps) What if Carrie Lake runs? I don't think Carrie Lake, after losing governor, is going to run for president. Why not? Other people have done that. She's not going to run against Trump. 
That's true. Okay, sorry. San Francisco, what are they doing now? Photographers are abandoning San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, well, did you see the videos? In broad daylight, they're being mugged with guns. Why the, why the heck would you go? I only, I, only, I only use that as a setup because now that violent crime seems to be a daylight activity <laughs> in the most, some of the most popular areas of San Francisco. What's San Francisco doing about it? Well, let me tell you what San Francisco is doing about it. Nothing. San Francisco Mayor London Breed announced the launch of a new guaranteed income program for the city's transgender community on Wednesday. Perfect. The Guaranteed Income for Trans People gift program will provide low-income transgender residents with $1,200 a month for up to 18 months to help address financial insecurity within the community. Oh, my God. So let's incentivize people mutilating their bodies and not punish the criminals. What could go wrong? Uh, I just... I just, I, I don't, I wonder, I wonder what the tipping point in San Francisco is going to be. I don't think they have one. Like what's going to be the event where the citizenry finally revolts or are they just, are 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 the responsible citizens just eventually I think they've all they're all slowly moving out and mm-hmm. all that will be left are the trannies on welfare and the robbers Probably I'm just wondering what kind of what the end game what what the end game is going to be in places like Portland and San Francisco <sighs> It's going to be interesting Didn't parts of Oregon elect Republicans are they not near? Are they not near? Portland? Oh no no no! It's all out east. Oh okay. They basically want to become part of uh, uh, Idaho. Idaho now. That makes sense. Yeah, it's probably best for those. You know, if Jefferson State would uh, depart from California and glom on to Nevada, maybe we would have won that senatorship. There you go. So maybe they should just instead of trying to be their own state, maybe they should just try to be a part of Nevada. Mm-hmm. So for any of you in the Jefferson State, maybe a good idea. Just throwing it out there. That would be wild. The state of Jefferson. (laughs) Mm. All right. Uh, Let's see. The Biden administration is arguing with their judges. Hey, if you don't allow our student loan giveaway to go through, people might default on these. That is generally what happens when you can't pay your loan. Generally what happens when you get a degree in protest basket weaving (laughs) and people go, hey, so can you do math? And you go, math is racist. They're like, okay, well, we do math here. So I wish you best of luck on your protest basket weaving (laughs) journey. (laughs) Scrabble. Adds 500 new playable words. Oh, yeah? Any good ones? Um, there's a whole bunch of ones that I don't feel are in here, need to be in here. 
So there's, uh, I don't know what an ambigram is, but that sounds scientific. I'm going to look it up. An ambigram. Ambigram. Oh, is a cali a calligraphic design that has several interpretations as written. An ambigram. Oh, that's cool. So that's one of them. Zedonk. Zedonk. Z-E-D-O-N-K. Oh, a new Z word. A Zedonk. What is that? It's a cross between a donkey and a zebra. Is that a real thing? It is. Is there a picture? A Zedonk. Are they crossbreeding? I think it happens naturally. Okay. Zedonk. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that thing. It's got striped <laughs> legs. That's kind of cool. He's got some flair. It's like uh, he's oh like gosh. it's like kinky boots over here. <laughs> um, it now includes <laughs> Hasbro and Merriam-Webster have added more than 500 new words to the official Scrabble dictionary. It now includes words that weren't commonly used when the game was first created in the 1930s. Words like adorbs, docks, or zoodle. I don't think adorbs is a word. Adorbs is just a shortening. Right. There are a couple of these that are like, so another one is vax, short for vaccine. Mm. Guac, short for guacamole. No, no. Those aren't words. That's just, that's just slang. That's just us being too lazy to say a full, a full word. No. It's more fun to say guac. Actually, guacamole is fun to say. Guacamole. <laughs> but adorbs, guac, zoodle. Now, zoodle, I, is zoodle's a word. It's zucchini noodles. I mean, that's kind of mushing two words together, but. You can use Jedi. Hmm. Like from Star Wars? Is the definition this is from Star Wars? I guess. <laughs> I don't know what the definition is. All right. I only found one food story. Okay. Lay it on me. Oh, you didn't get your McRib. Oh, we failed. You were supposed to have your McRib today. Well, we went for a walk and got fish instead. We were very healthy. I totally, I totally forgot. Deputies in the Florida Keys put a man behind bars Sunday after they say he stole 85 pounds of shrimp <laughs> and other items from a storage facility. He stole 85 pounds of shrimp. Now, what were the other items, you must ask? 85 pounds of shrimp, a Garmin GPS unit, an air pump, and an engine part. What engine part? What kind of storage unit is this? Yeah, what kind of storage <laughs> unit has just 85 I got pounds of shrimp? And, and uh, hard, hardware machinery. What? What, uh... What would you, what, 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 is there, is there any, any food item that you'd go to jail for to steal? Um, if I, if it was, I don't know, like somehow illegal and this was the only way I could get bubble tea, mm-hmm. maybe the craving would hit a, so hard. There's a storage, there's a storage <laughs> unit with, with, with contraband of boba. You just break in. But even then I don't think I would do it cause I'm a baby. I'm too scared. I'm just going to simply say that uh, during Prohibition, I would have 
dove head on first into the bootlegging gig. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we both figured out what we're addicted to. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, speak easy and speak often. Um, Um... All right. Um, now this is a, now this is a story. This guy ran a marathon while ripping darts. Uh, he smoked the entire way. He ran a marathon at a time of three hours and twenty eight minutes while smoking an entire pack of cigarettes on the way. That's gross. What in the heck? Yeah, look at this guy. He's just. Ew. Just, oh, this is not in America. No, Where this is, is this? China. Okay, that makes this sense. guy's 50 years old. Look at him. He's, going, he's running. And he's he's just, 50. He looks like he's 70. He doesn't look young. Well, I mean, just breathing the air there is like smoking. So what difference does it make? I know. You got you to gotta be hardy to smoke over there. Oof. Anyways, I think that's all I got for today. All right. We... Hopefully we'll see you on Friday. Probably. Probably do one from our hotel. That'll be fun. Oh, we could do that. We'll figure out what we find for you all in um, the Midwest. Well, we're going to find some place to deliver us food because, like, hell, I'm going to go out in 28-degree temperature. I mean, that's 28 We'll is probably just best. record an episode about us kvetching about the cold weather the entire time. It's probably what's going to happen. All I'm right. just gonna sit. I'm just gonna sit under hot water all night. <laughs> Stay warm, friends. No, please do. The chant is "Drill, baby, drill." He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess.